2: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
3: thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty on demand a service patriots podcast
4: is your heater safe why replace it when service patriots can restore it get their
3: $59 27 point furnished tune-up and safety check including a free one inch filter they'll also check your ac for free go to servicepatriots.com.
2: Danny and Dusty my Uncle Gus is the uncle that likes to work the grill.
1: As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill, you don't how to start no fire.
2: With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports.
1: We're going to eat a hamburger,
4: okay? Here we go. Chad, throw the match.
2: Now that's a fire! Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a Brontosaurus burger. The Fan.
3: Hour number three, Danny Dusty on this Wednesday afternoon. No Meringatang. Uh, uh, going to be back tomorrow, hopefully. We're going to get him back in. Get him back in tomorrow. He, he went to the doctor, got the more meds today. so If you missed any of today's show so far, you can check it out. Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast from. Service Patriots, your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest. Special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fam. What Doc Rivers may be going down as uh potentially the worst friend of all time. Doc Rivers hired as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach. Joe Prunty, good run, buddy. Good good run. Reaching an agreement in principle to be the Bucks next head coach. Um, three straight conference semifinals is how they're they're bolstering the resume of Doc Rivers, despite the fact he won an NBA championship as the head coach of the Boston Celtics, like, hey, he went to three consecutive conference semifinals. That's the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> They're like, look at what he did in, in Philly. But Doc Rivers is going uh, to take over in Milwaukee. And look, I think actually Doc Rivers is not the worst hire in the world for this team. Think of how Doc Rivers was let down in Philadelphia and where it went wrong in, in even in Boston, right? It was they win a championship. They have an aging core where they were successful in Boston. And then all of a sudden, you know, they trade everybody and their mother uh to Brooklyn and they were able to get a young, good core that is, I don't know, top of the Eastern Conference right now. You know, they they hit a reset button. He goes. He goes to Philadelphia where they surround Joel Embiid with guys like James Harden or Ben Simmons. <laughs> guys who Marco vanished Holt. vanished come playoff time, right? And he saddles a lot of the blame for that. I think that with a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo, Damian Lillard, a veteran group of players, I think Doc Rivers is a good coach for this team and this roster right now because we would all love to think like Joe Prunty is going to make a run to the NBA finals. They're win now. They have to win now. And so you got to get that guy who has the pedigree, like the Doug Gottlieb line of it takes uh in order to get a locker room it takes rings. Mm-hmm. But you can't get rings unless you get a locker room in the NBA. You can't do it. Guys don't respect it. Doc brings that, he brings that experience and he can be the manager of egos that Adrian Griffin wasn't. Okay? Could you manage a guy like James Harden's ego? No. Nobody has. Mm, Look did, at his
4: career. He did better than most, to be fair.
3: Right. It it's wholehearted malcontents that Doc Rivers has a problem with. Okay? He's got a roster that is ready to win right now. If you can if you can get the credibility back in the locker room of, "Hey, I've done this before. I've played in the NBA. I've been here." And Adrian Griffin did play in the NBA. But Doc Rivers is now the worst friend because it, they the Bucs brought him on to be like a mentor and somebody to, that Adrian Griffin could lean on. And here we are 43 games into that tenure. Adrian Griffin's out and they're like, uh, Doc, you want to coach? Mm. All right, let's go. Immediately hired it was, right away. That was a weird thing that happened last night because nobody knew what the hell was going on with Doc Rivers. It, right when Adrian Griffin was out, everybody's like, well, they're going to target Doc. He works for ESPN, and immediately ESPN talking heads were like, "Ah, Doc Rivers is is emerging as a target. But even I think Milwaukee and Doc Rivers wanted it to have a little bit more subtlety here when you're talking about taking over for the guy that you were supposed to be helping out. Because the first to report that Doc Rivers was being hired was CNN Sports. Now, there was confusion about, like, what the hell is CNN Sports? It's Nichols, isn't it? Huh? Isn't it Rachel Nichols? No. See, the first person to uh, actually put it out there yesterday was actually a former NFL player. Um, his name—oh, gosh. Now I'm spacing on his name. Coy, uh oh boy. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Koi Wire is Coy his Wire. name. Yeah, great name. He went to Stanford, played for the Buffalo Bills for a while. He now works for CNN Sports where at 6:45 our time, there was a short video posted with Coy Wire saying CNN Sports has confirmed Doc Rivers will take over in Milwaukee and everybody's just started kind of running with that, including TNT where they had left coach Jamal Crawford and company doing the the uh the lesser, Tuesday night game, yeah. mm-hmm. doubleheader that they have on TNT. And they mentioned, like, CNN Sports and Jamal Crawford, even at one point, was like, CNN Sports? Love goes <laughs> like, yeah. Who? Yeah, CNN Sports uh, said it. But nobody else, no real newsbreakers in the NBA had said boo about it, but it was kind of like everybody knew Doc Rivers was going to be the guy. But it got out far too early for the liking of Milwaukee and uh, apparently doc rivers as well it was just a weird kind of well is he or isn't he because we heard nothing it was radio sounds like nobody's willing to confirm it well that's because the agents and the power players of the nba weren't giving whether it was shams or woge the clearance to go ahead and, and report it so they went to cnn sports which is based in atlanta which is where tnt runs their their studios are like in the same cnn building they're mm-hmm. right next to each other they work for the same company. It's Turner. It's all Turner. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird, it was a weird night where Doc Rivers, is he the right guy for this job? Long term, I don't know. But this year, he's the best guy available right now. That's what to I was stabilize this team.
4: That's what and that's what I was gonna say too. Like he seems I am not a Doc Rivers believer. To me, you got a little bit lucky with you. You got the big three. You had Garnett, you had Ray Allen, Rondo, obviously built up. Uh, to what he could be, Paul Pierce, right? That's that's where you won your title. You won your title with that group. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, you've been good, but I do feel like a lot of the teams that he has coached have been largely disappointments. Yep. Those Celtics teams never got back to another title. He went over to L.A. and was the coach of the Clippers back yep. when you had CP3 and uh, Blake Griffin. And now,
3: injuries derailed them. Every at every turn, they right? had injuries. Gerald Henderson's rock hard buns broke the hand of Chris Paul and derailed their championship hopes against the Portland Trail Blazers.
4: Uh, right, right. Well, here's my whole thing with it, though. He's the best coach that you could get right now. Yeah. But you failed at the end of last season, at the beginning of this off season, when you moved on from Budenholzer. Either when you moved on from Budenholzer, you should have went out and got Doc Rivers or got Nick Nurse, or one of the other coaches that you thought could go and help you. You could have went and got Monty. You could have even went and had Terry Stutz, who you had in the building, who is a proven, very good NBA coach. But instead, you went with a guy that Giannis, at the time, had liked and had said, hey, this is the guy I want. This is who I want in the building. And then the minute that it wasn't going that way and— Things kind of soured with him in the locker room. Giannis goes, well, now you have to get rid of him and you have to go and, and get the next guy, right? And yep. and we don't know that Giannis said, well, Doc Rivers are nobody. We don't know that, right? No. We're not in the locker room. But you failed at the beginning of this offseason when you didn't go out and hire the correct coach. And now you have to fix it. And LeBron, he was able to fix it when he was in Cleveland when they fired Blatt and went to Ty Lue and they were able to go on and win a title. Can Giannis and Dame do that in Milwaukee? I don't know. I I feel like the issues that they have right now on defense can be mitigated, but they're not going to be completely fixed.
3: Look. Is that
4: enough to win a title?
3: This is going to be the big issue, too, with Milwaukee. Like, the the elephant in the room with Doc Rivers is the guy who can't get over the top in crunch time situations. It's nine straight games that he's had uh, the chance to reach the conference finals and has been unable to do so. He has... 10 Game 7 losses in his career. Ten Game 7 losses. They've broke they've blown three one series leads. That's not just James Harden's fault. That isn't. And that is going to be the biggest task right. that the oh, that the Milwaukee Bucks have to get over. If and look, Giannis, Dame, that roster, it could be enough to kind of push them over the top. But the the reality of it is that nobody's really shaking their boots anymore in the East. Boston is still the best team in the Eastern Conference. I just can't wait for the Milwaukee 76ers matchup in the playoffs. We know that's coming. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. We have to see it. And right now those two teams are sitting second and third. Uh, So uh, what that would be, potentially conference semifinals, so we could see that. We could see that in the conference semis right there. If If they end the season two and three, conference semifinals matchup between the 76ers and the Bucks, where Doc Rivers couldn't get out of the conference semifinals three years in a row. 503-864-6326. That is a Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, Doc Rivers, man. Just stealing maybe, that job.
4: Maybe uh, he's the doctor they need.
3: His name is Glenn. It's
4: not His not name what you just Glenn. said.
3: You just said Doc. His name's Glenn.
4: Everyone calls him Doc. Is Toe my buddy's name? No, but everyone
3: calls him Toe. That's a badass nickname, though. Like, Doc? if you're Doc. Yeah, dude. That's such a cool nickname. That's a cool nickname. Is
4: that the number one nickname you can get as a dude?
3: Ooh. Ooh. It's up there. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Maybe, like, the truth. No, like, you're not, nobody's calling their friend Truth, though. You know? Like, Doc is, like, you're the, the authority figure. No matter where you are. You just become the authority figure.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
2: you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Maybe that's why they did it. Adrian Griffin, not the authority figure. Doc Rivers? Or too much of an authority figure. 100% is. All right. Um, hey, we got some movement around the National Football League and one move uh, a fan base has been clamoring for. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think he's going to be a great fit there next on The Fan. the
2: Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan.
3: Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that during the break. What you said about best nicknames, like nicknames. We used to have great nicknames, like oil can, stuff like that. Yeah, I heard Henry loves that nickname. Like Haas. What, dude? Haas. Haas is a great one. Haas can be mean though. No, if you're a Haas, you're you're a dude. You're no, a big but dude. you have you're to accept
4: awesome it. it. You that person has to kind of want to be called Haas.
3: I like, uh, like Chief. Like is like Chief. what's up, Chief? You know, like if you if you are chief, but that's got
4: to be like your true nickname because there are people that sometimes you know, like yeah,
3: like but the, like like I'll do a what's well, up, Robert Ch- Parish. Robert Parrish was the chief.
4: That's Robert a good. Parrish. Then that is a good. You the chief,
3: like uh, Champ Bailey. Champ. That's, that's a, not a, a, his name. Champ Bailey. No, I don't think that's Champ Bailey's. Personal. I thought
4: that was his name.
3: Um, but I I'm big on Roland is his real name. Oh. Well, yeah, His no, you, is, d- you
4: can't be Roland Bailey. He, you got to be Champ.
3: You're Champ Bailey, right? No, that's
4: a great nickname. Champ is a
3: great nickname. Champ is, a like, uh, if anybody who's, like, nicknamed the Jet, like Benny the Jet Rodriguez, Ooh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny the Jet, Jet, Jet Smith, Smith, like the Jet, you're just Jet. fast. Everybody knows you're fast. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a cool name.
4: See, my, my nicknames were always lame. It was like, well, well, you're a big dude, so let's just throw big in front of whatever we want to call well, you. Oh, you're big, big. Big Will. Big Will bets. Big Ort. Yeah, Big Daddy Will. All these things are all the same. Ew.
3: Milk, Milk Daddy.
4: Milk Daddy. That's right. Milk Daddy's in there. But
3: if you Me are Milk Daddy Ortner, I like. <laughs> I think Quaalude is a good one.
4: I don't understand that one. Like, who's calling their buddy Quaalude? Just
3: a little s- l- slow. <laughs> um. Oh, we got B Rod. Is like B Rod's a great. Like, yeah, B Rod. B Rod is a great B-Rod, nickname. Good. Yeah, Sarge. Oh yeah, I mean Nate McMillan range. is Sarge, but Sarge. like if you're like the if everybody just calls you Sarge Tank, dude, that's awesome. Tank is awesome. Yeah, but like but if you you're be ha- a big dude, like if you were Haas Ortner, that's a cool name. Yeah, like if everybody's just like, "No, nah, Will, we're not calling you Will. See, we're but calling no. you Haas Ortner. That's Haas, cool."
4: But Haas wouldn't have worked for me until college because I would not have accepted it. Yeah, when you're like in high school or middle school, having the nickname Haas not as fun. Mm. Not as fun. Yep. Trying to go up to a girl like, "Hey, do you want to go to the middle school dance with me?" and having her be like, "No, thanks, Haas." Yeah, that's kind of mean.
3: No, that's fine. <laughs> no, then that you hurts. know what? If your name that
4: cuts deep into the soul, See,
3: you're not built to be named Haas. Then no. because a guy named Haas didn't, didn't is like, big. "On to the next one." Then I'm out. I'm on to the next one. Mm. Like this text says, Mac is a great one. I knew an old guy named Mac. My great grandfather, mm. his name Mac McCorkle. That's a pretty good one. That's I mean, yes. Mac's pretty good. You get anybody that has a nickname, a Mac name. Mick? you're Mick mm-hmm. Mac. You become Mac, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. You have to, have to. That's I, great. But here's what's funny is all the nicknames that we're coming up with, other than Sarge and Chief. I think I know people now who are getting that's their first name. People are calling them. So their like kids they, are naming their kids Chief. I said except for sergeant chief. Oh. If I met a chief ordner, that would be pretty dope.
3: That'd be badass.
4: Do, or like a Blaze?
3: Yeah. Uh there's a kid in my daughter's class named Blaze. I've no opinion on him. I kind of think Blaze is
4: cool. But you have to worry about that kid around fire. You do. You have to you be do. a little you have to be a little fearful like if Blaze comes up to you and is like, "I'd like to light off the fireworks, Mr. Yeah. Hera." Y- uh, yeah,
3: settle down, settle down, Blaze. Like red is a great one that on the text one. line. Like red foreman. Red dude, love me some red foreman. But like, you either have to have red hair or be a red ass. Like, yeah, there's, there's no, no in between. between. yeah, no. and red foreman had both. <laughs> he was a red haired red ass, and so red yeah. foreman fit. He was the ultimate red. Yeah,
4: no yeah. one was more red than red foreman. No.
3: It's good, man. Like uh Rufio says, be careful. Champ, Chief, Bud, etc. Those are fighting words in some contexts. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bud is one that's like, hey, Bud. Oh, were you talking about bud? And
0: that's if you buddy, walk in pal.
3: and if you're a if you're in a bar and you're like, hey there, Chief. What's your deal, Chief? Like, yeah, you're you're getting into a probably getting into a fight. Gotta be a little careful. Any of these nicknames though. You're getting into a fight. Slim. You know, hey there, Slim. Yeah. What? Shut up.
4: Shut your mouth.
3: Yeah. People asking what our nicknames are. I mean, when your name is Dusty, you don't have one.
4: I thought for a long time that it was a nickname. No. That's a pretty cool first name, though. Yeah. I've had people ask me, like, what your, like, why does everyone call you by your nickname? I've had that happen before. People have never listened to the show, but like, will listen because they knew I was on it or something. Yeah. And okay. they ask about
3: me. I thought Well, they were they'll asking be like, why you. did, no, no, no. Yeah. Why, it's like a radio name? Yeah, they're yeah. like,
4: why does everyone on that show yeah. have like a nickname?
3: We don't uh Dirt is the closest thing we have to anybody having a radio name here. And our illustrious boss, Jeff Sacramento. Jeff. Jeff Austin. Baton Rouge. Bet- Jeff Baton Rouge. You know? The days of the the like the the radio name or the TV guy name. Yeah, they're kind of gone. Those are gone. We need to bring that back.
4: There there is nothing better though than explaining to people that I work with a guy named Dirt.
3: It's yeah. very fun. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of confusion, like when people turn on like Ducks pregame and they got like that dirt they get and Andy, they get dirt and dusty. It's like, what the hell? And then Anthony Newman, <laughs> you right. <know>? it's
4: like <laughs> whose nickname is Q? A great nickname,
3: awesome nickname,
4: great nickname. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's a sneaky good nickname. It's
4: yeah, Q. Yep. Yeah. All right. We need more nicknames. We don't give people nicknames enough anymore.
3: I, uh, a kid I grew up with his name was Boss. He named his son Champ. Boy, that's some that's some boldness there. You bet. Like if you name your kid something like that, though, you gotta be assured that they're not gonna be shoved in a locker. Yeah, and that's a tough one.
4: You you gotta be six five, and your wife's gotta be six feet tall.
3: Yeah, I mean, same in, thing with Tank. Like I like my dad. He put he put the pressure on me early. Because the way I got my name was he was like I was gonna be named Brian, and that didn't happen. It wasn't a Brian. <laughs> no, it did not. But uh, they called a hot rock because I have a cousin named Brian, and they did that. My dad did the they got the Brian before you. What does it sound? Does it sound good over like a speaker? So he did like touchdown Dusty hair. and he was like, "Yeah, that's good. We're gonna go with Dusty then." And that's how that's how I went from being a Brian to being a Dusty.
4: I love that. That's how he determined your name, like. What is going to be the coolest way to hear my son score a touchdown?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Like, what can I be most excited to go,
4: that's my boy.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, that that's the way it happened, though. <laughs> that's the way it happened. <laughs> Dusty Hera. That's, I mean, could there have been better ones? I don't know. My parents didn't do that because
4: they knew they weren't going to hear my name over many loudspeakers. They had, a,
3: they had They They knew they had a lineman. <laughs>
4: No, I don't think that. I think they thought they had a kid in STEM uh, with their size. <laughs> I think we're still trying to figure out how the linemen came about.
3: Uh, Brick's a great name. Uh, Wow. But, like, th- think of it like a baby named Brick, though. That came in on the Vancouver Ford text line. Like, I wonder if, like, Anchorman kind of ruined that, like Brick Tamblin, <laughs> Brick Ortner. That's how you're going to name your kid, Will. Yeah,
4: no, dude, this fits... That's just meat headed enough to fit into my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, hey, my brother's named after Luke Robitaille, so I get it.
3: Oh, hockey family, huh? Oh yeah, dude. So, look, and this is not not stopped with my dad. He sent me a text yesterday. My favorite name in the upcoming NFL dra- draft is Chop Robinson, edge rusher, Penn
4: State. Chop Robin Chop is a great name because he does the ch- the chop move.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He said it'd be a better name for an O-line, but no. <laughs> Just cut Did him down. Chop. Chop just block. cut him down. My favorite still is Rowdy Beers, though, for Florida International. Rowdy Beers. Great name. General Booty's a good
4: one. General.
3: General Booty. The General. Like you can't, but he can't play anything but quarterback. We get
2: it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: He's got to be a quarterback. Or a middle linebacker. Or middle linebacker. Yeah.
4: Yeah. General.
3: Yeah. The Boss. Yeah. No one he, can be the Boss because
4: he's Boss Worth,
3: but cheap Insurance,
4: too. Great nickname.
3: All right. Uh, sneaky move out of the NFL. It's good. Next on The Fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. After a disaster with Sean Desai and then later Matt Patricia as their. Defensive coordinators, it appears that the Philadelphia Eagles have landed on a DC. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround because they just announced the dismissals. And now it appears that Vic Fangio is going to be the next defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. Fangio and the Miami Dolphins agreed to mutually part ways today. And almost immediately, Adam Schefter with the bomb that. Uh, it does appear that he's the top target for the Philadelphia Eagles and they have an interest in working together. Desai used to work for Vic Fangio. It didn't work out stylistically. It's what they want personnel wise. It's what they got. And Vic Fangio's a great defensive coordinator. He was in
4: Philly last year too, right? As a, uh, an analyst, I believe.
3: Yeah, I think so. He's had,
4: if it wasn't last year, it was the year before that. He's had some time over there in Philly. This is a home run hire. I think it's great. Nick Sirianni, the way that he's coaching, he's coaching in the style of Harbaugh and in the style of Dan Campbell, where yep. he is more of the CEO. He is the leader of men role, right? Where he leader goes in and he does the rah-rah, but he doesn't call any of the plays. When you do that, you have to have good offensive and defensive a good offensive and good defensive coordinator. Yeah. When they had their success, when they went to the Super Bowl, that's what they had. And, and this
3: last year they didn't have that. He's getting a guy that is established. Is a little bit longer in the tooth, 65 years old, Fangio is. And now you can, it's not going to be a guy who's going to jump at the next head coaching opportunity. You got a coordinator where you can have some stability there. And it better work out for you because if it doesn't, Nick Sirianni's done. Gone. Yeah. Goodbye.
4: I mean, he's got to have the hottest seat of anyone that's still left just because it's Philly. There are other coaches that should be moved on from before Nick Sirianni. So their mm-hmm. seats, therefore, should be hotter. But they don't coach in Philly,
3: so this is going to be—I mean—big high for Sirianni. Now they got to replace their offensive coordinator as well because Brian Johnson is out after one year as well. Um, they move on from their DC, and it appears they already have it in Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio's job was also, or Vic Fangio's name was also instantly uh, attached to another DC job that opened up. And Packer fans are over the moon right now because Joe Barry is gone as their defensive coordinator.
4: Like the evil witch has been vanquished.
3: And Fangio's name popped up there, but then is like, eh, I think it's more Philly than anything else. Either way, if, if Philly or Green Bay, they get Vic Fangio's air DC, you've upgraded. You've yeah. upgraded in both instances. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Philly is the best fit for Fangio because... They're going to have to have some big replacements in the near future on that defense with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, getting long in the tooth. and And that secondary, Bradbury took a massive step back. And Darius Slay. Bradbury wasn't very good last year either, but it was just a bug was called in the Super Bowl that everybody rallied around him.
4: Darius Slay is now old and injured too. Yeah. You're probably going to have to replace both of your
3: corners. Well, they'll just uh, keep on drafting Georgia guys then. Yeah, Going to have to keep going. right. Right. There we go. Um, this coaching carousel, though, it is, it's is—it's getting pretty wild because it appears that Jim Harbaugh has delayed an, a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons because they are progressing with, uh, with Jim Harbaugh in L.A. You have Mike Vrabel is meeting today with the Atlanta Falcons. Then he will go up and meet with the Carolina Panthers. Kind of looks like Bill Belichick and the Falcons have fallen apart because of the fact that uh, the president of the Falcons, not a big Bill Belichick fan. <laughs> Probably because they're all looking over their shoulder like, is he just going to demand all of our jobs to be gone because he ran the show in New England? Right. The other Which weird, I don't think that'd be a great move. The
4: other weird thing about it is that seems to be the only place that has any interest in Bill. Yeah, like everyone came out and like Bill will have a job next year, and they were saying Pete won't have, probably will never get hired again.
3: It seems like it's Atlanta or bust for Bill. It sure is. It sure kind of feels that way. I, or this... or if Buffalo gets rid of Sean McDermott, bring in the hoodie? On,
4: uh, another fan of Toes, Rex Ryan, are out there. He's the one who was throwing that one out. I don't.
3: Yeah. I don't
4: see them moving on from McDermott.
3: They sure rallied after the nine eleven stuff came out. And they played really well, but I mean, your window is now. Your window is now. And right, my whole thing is: is there somebody that's better that's out there? Would you put Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel in that conversation? Because if you Vrabel if you maybe. think so, if you think so, you better act right now.
4: Well, here, here's the thing: Vrabel maybe because of the culture aspect, and he can help fix the issues. Well, and some of the issues that you have this year on defense are because of the amount of injuries that you've had, yeah. right? Does does bringing in Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel make you instantly more healthy, or do bringing those two guys in make you younger? Because that's the other thing that's an issue out in Buffalo. You're getting old as well. Yep. They I feel like when you, and... when you look at these games, their losses have come to Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow.
3: I think you want to go 1-2. If you want to go anywhere else, a head coach in Buffalo, I think Vrabel's got to be your guy. Younger because you want to tie him to Josh Allen.
4: That's the only one that I would move on from. If I'm going to move on from McDermott, it's for Vrabel because I think he's better in the long run. I don't know that I go to Bill. I don't think that Bill puts Buffalo into, oh, now the Super Bowl favorite.
3: I really don't. All right, we've got uh, wrapping up the show today. Um, We didn't get to the Baseball Hall of Fame thing. You see that, like, there's a confusing conundrum that the baseball writers have put themselves into. Because they're stupid? Yes. Put everybody in the damn Hall of Fame. Can we just do that already?
4: Yeah, make it the NBA. Everyone gets in. If you made it for 10 years,
3: you're in. Well, no. Put Roger Clemens, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds. Put all of these guys in. Pete Rose, put them all in. Put them in the Hall of Fame. Why would
4: you want to put the second best hitter of all time in?
3: The best hitter of all time. Don't do that. No, he's not.
4: Don't do that. He does not have the most hits. Don't do that. In professional baseball. Don't do He's that. the second best hitter of all time. Don't do that.
3: Ichiro is great. Ichiro is better. Hit king. Yeah. First ballot Hall of Famer. Pete Rose. Unlike Pete Rose, who's not Ichiro ever going to get fantastic. in. But Adrian Beltre had the cloud of PEDs surrounding him. Never suspended for him. Never got caught. But the Eric Gagne. Remember Eric Gagne? Yeah, I do remember Eric, Eric Gagne. Ga- Eric Gagne said, dude. Like everybody on our Dodgers team was doing him. He said, "I think he was eighty percent of the roster." And Adrian Beltray is like, "Well, hey, name names then, Gagne. Yeah. Call me out." But if you are going to have guys like Beltre, hell, one of my favorite players, Jeff Bagwell, the the cloud of suspicion around David Ortiz, test, he, like he, he, got he got suspended, he got suspended,
4: he he tested positive. But here is put them the, all in;
3: they deserve to be there.
4: But here is what the baseball writers do. They put in their buddies, and if you weren't their buddy, then they sit behind the, well, steroids. That's what they do. You're either their friend, and you get into the country club, and you get to do all the cool things, or you're not their
3: friend. That's dumb. And you don't get to hang out with them. Stop your pearl clutching. These guys were dominant in an era where people were doing PEDs. They did. The most fun era of baseball. They did. All right, um, we'll put a bow on this show. Uh, Blazers, back at it tonight next on The Fan.
2: The Odyssey app F- and 1080,
3: not,
1: tricky, The Fan.
3: All right, coming up next, you got four I, I hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's Primetime with Isaac and Souk. And, hey, you can party with Primetime on Tuesday, February 27th, if you sign up for the afternoon round at X-Golf Tualatin because we've got... The inaugural Fan Winter Golf Classic at X-Golf Tualatin, and X-Golf Vancouver. Uh, sign up for your threesome now. You can choose from two tee times noon where danny and i will be partying at x-golf vancouver or four where you can party with isaac and souk at x-golf Tualatin. the winning threesome will win a free foursome at this summer's 10th annual fan golf classic the last place threesome will receive a free lesson from x-golf because you need it damn it uh go to 1080 thefancom for now to sign up your team get your threesomes in now that's a drop. At 1080thefan.com. You can party with us. You can party with Isaac and Suit. Two locations. One great day. Tuesday, February 27th.
4: I just took Let's the go. thing down. You just what? I took the thing down, so I can't grab that drop.
3: Good. Um, that's I'll tell Rust where to find it. No, don't. don't. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Blazers back at it tonight. Um, they take on the Houston Rockets. And uh, apparently Woj tweeted out, the protest is is, is coming. Like, it's it's... Blazers will protest last night's outcome. Did, I thought they already filed. No. Like, uh, it was the report earlier. It cost ten grand to file this report, which so seems like a so... lot of money. Why in the... <laughs> yeah, for you. Uh, it seems like a lot of money to file a protest be like, hey, NBA, your refs were terrible. You need to fix it. And they're like, that'll be
4: $10,000. Where does that $10,000 go? Does... Adam Stern get an extra ten grand. Adam who? Stern. I find David Stern. Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Yeah, they've morphed together into a super commissioner.
3: Or it will. That ten grand goes to whoever raises their hand in the NBA league offices and is like, "Yeah, I'll deny this. I'll (laughs) say it doesn't count." Because the last time that one of these was upheld was in two thousand seven. For Shaq. The For Shaq Shaquille O'Neal. Is. Where they couldn't explain themselves away because they are like, Shao commit, or Shaq committed a foul. And they're like, yep, that's number six on you. And the, Miami's like, no, it's not. It's number five. And so they ended up replaying the final 51 seconds of a game against the Atlanta Hawks in 2008 because it took so long. They do it on your next,
4: next scheduled you meet meeting. okay? The
3: yeah. And they say, all right, uh... We'll just replay. And so the Blazers would replay like the last, do it again, 15.1 seconds the next time they play the Oklahoma City Thunder. But we could find ourselves in a very similar situation here uh, because when the uh, Miami Heat replayed with the Atlanta Hawks, they had already traded Shaquille O'Neal to the Phoenix Suns. So Shaq wasn't even on the team, and nobody scored in the final 51 seconds of that game. The next time that the Oklahoma City Thunder played the Portland Trailblazers, March 6th, a month after the trade deadline where the guy who was called for the double dribble, Malcolm Brogdon, he probably won't be probably a Portland Trailblazer yeah. Probably won't even be in the building <laughs> unless I they love that unless they trade him to OKC, which I don't see that happening but no I want it Wouldn't to work. that be a twist if you trade him to OKC, they get a stop and Brogdon ends up <laughs> hitting a three to win it. Now I
4: want the protest to work <laughs> so that this can happen. I want Malcolm Brogdon to rip the Blazers' hearts out. Again. Yeah. That'd be
3: funny. You'd have to trade him to OKC though. Like, do you have like the gen- Do you have the gentleman's agreement with OKC? Like, hey, hmm. don't play Brogdon. <laughs> throw him on the floor.
4: He I would start him
3: immediately if I was OKC. Like,
4: no, we are trolling. That is what we do here in this house. Uh
3: but the Blazers, uh, they play the, the Rockets tonight.
4: Good luck. Or lose again, actually. I kind of don't care if they lose. I want them Not to Not the worst good. outcome. I want the young players to look well. I want the trade assets
3: yep. to look well yep. and play well and lose by one. So last night, not a bad thing, then, in Will Orner's mind. Yeah. If, I mean, everybody played great. Losing. They technically, like, they won, and it gives the fan base, like, a, hey, let's protest every game.
4: Yeah, you want to lose close. You want to see growth when you are a team that is not supposed to be good. Yeah, See the growth, and then lose so you get a good draft pick so you can see
3: more growth. What are you looking at, like, $4 you're, million dollars if the Blazers protest every game the rest of the way? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> jody's got it come on jodes it's
3: pocket change
4: let's just start throwing her out you and uh burton the, the Bert cold, cold
3: guy yeah Bert cold the yeah, cold guy you got it all right it. uh matador thanks for coming in man appreciate you thanks for having me Dustin. uh all right tomorrow we ride again uh R- rusty he should be back fingers danny crossed. should be back fingers crossed fingers fingers crossed Fingers crossed. Up next, you got four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's Prime time with Isaac and Souk. Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday right here on The Fan.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.